Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sam Pets Radio. Australia's coolest podcast network. Please welcome the wickedly talented... Bam! Bam! Okay. Bam! Bam! Three, two, one. Hey fam. Um, welcome to Hey Fam. We are back in isolation, kind of. We just... We, we, don't call it a isolation comeback. It's a... Uh, we're it's always a- ahead of the curve and, you know, we've got a feeling... Maybe there's a lockdown coming on and we want to be able to say, yeah, we, we, we were subs, not dubs when it came to, to the lockdown. We were lo- we we locked down the before first. we had to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we no one can tell us what to lockdown do. lockdown too before the anime and all, everyone else just getting into it like next week. They're all anime heads. Um, so I'm Levins. That's day Angus. One is. Um, this Angus. is my hetero life mate, uh, <laughs> Andrew yeah. Levins. Um, you have to excuse me, Angus. Um, I'm 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 still motion sick after um, owning oh, a yeah. night owning a nightclub for the last two hours. Um, I've been, nightclub I've been, simulator. Oh uh, yeah, a, a nightclub owner v- VR. Um, Iron mm. Man VR. I've been playing it. Um, <laughs> hasn't been getting very good reviews. I kind of yeah, like I it that. a lot, um, but it's really <laughs> <lot>? stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I had a look at it and it looked like horse shit. I was watching some videos before. I mean, if all VR games kind of look like horse shit. Yeah, because it's, it's one of the tricks because they're like, oh, no, it's just your motion sickness. But they're really like, man, this is some PS2 level tomfoolery I'm delivering. But the experience, like moving around your hands and having like, you look down at your at your chest and like you can see the... um. It says so, manage. It says owner of nightclub. Yeah, it on says your my nightclub owner <laughs> on a yeah. tag there. Um, I mean, now then, that like, you put it that way, <laughs> you hold out like so. You've got to hold down your your hands by your side and then use the triggers to. Um, you got, I had to get you get, get move controllers and then you like zoom around and then you hold up. The, Is that um, giving out drink cards at the? That's right. Club? He's just zooming around, uh, <laughs> tipping the DJ. Yeah, night, yeah, yeah. Checking on security yeah. cameras. Um, That's sick. <laughs> My and favorite then, uh, Avenger. <laughs> then you can, uh, then you can also like, yeah, like hold up, hold, hold your hand out and shoot. First, you're shooting targets, and you're shooting drones. Um, then uh, it just sounds like a nightclub, man. It sounds like a normal you, night. Then you club. and Pepper Potts are on. Um, oh yeah, you can like, like Pepper Potts is pretty hot in this game, and like, you can like you reach out. You, you can reach out and grab stuff. You're in a nightclub. I mean, she, she's almost as hot as your nightclub. That you own. Yeah, wow. Um, she, so the first thing she says is, um, Tony, nice nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's his AI called? Uh, I think like Wednesday or something. Is it like, 
Mr. Stark, your nightclub is <laughs> is clean, operating at full capacity, and you own it. Um, but yeah, Wednesday, pretty- can I get a status on nightclub? <laughs> yes, Mr. Stark, you own it. <laughs> That's the opening of Iron Man for the this ignores end game everything. And then, um, and then she said, then then you start just shooting all the patrons, and she says, "Do not do that, Iron Man." <laughs> Really? No. Damn it. That's another one of the videos. And then you go outside yeah. to a um you go outside to a train. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like <laughs> And the flash is fighting it. <laughs> um so wait, let's go back a bit. You said something very interesting. You said Pepper Potts is hot. I want to Potts is, is hot. This. And you can like pick up and grab stuff. Well, what are you talking about? Like Jessica Rabbit hot or Well, like uh, Jasmine. She, she's wearing like Christmas. Uh, sorry, not in the Christmas toy you gave me hot. She's wearing like an Oscar's night dress. For for like your hot date, and when you're when, when you're Tony Stark, you're like you're, you're not you haven't got the Iron Man suit on. You're wearing a suit, so you look down and you can see like a suit and tie on your chest. <laughs> and thanks, I needed that reminder of Tony Stark's. No, it's just funny. Thanks, it's like for all those weird different all those non comic and Marvel fans out <laughs> who are listening for this podcast. It's so good that Tony Stark's superpower yet. is wearing a suit. Um, yeah. And like you can grab like thing like like magazines of yourself, um, and she keeps. <laughs> it actually sounds so good. It, yeah, she keeps taking photos of you with a Polaroid camera, and I kept trying oh. to reach out and take the camera from her, or like pull her hair, or and it just like your hand just kind of goes through her. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So I want I want the Iron Man <laughs> VR where you can pull Pepper Potts's hair. Yeah, it's the nightclub mode unlocked. <laughs> That's hot, hot nightclub, nightclub mod. Um, yeah, Shit, so I wonder if Low Gaming has like covered Iron Man VR. I mean, judging by his videos, it's really up his alley. Well, since I'm recording at home now, while you're at your home, there's actually nothing stopping me from firing the VR um, up, and maybe I'll, I'll record this episode as Iron Man. I mean, the listeners don't even know what we're doing right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe I am doing that already. You, maybe you we're look, in actually you look in a hot. nightclub. You're, you're in an Oscars night dress. <laughs> But you can't. I'm pull trying my to hair. pull you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm taking photos, and you, you ain't getting. You're not shaking these Polaroids. Um, so Angus, it's the um, yeah. 11th anniversary of uh, something yeah. that's, very, that's very important to us. Uh, the uh, the tweet. The, <laughs> the tweet. 11th anniversary since Harley Quinn Smith uh, googled Californian emancipation laws when <laughs> her, her father the. Uh, let's go in order of what he is actually into the most now. Weed, uh, lover, podcaster, being a dad, filmmaker. Self referencing, referencing his own flaws in a way that makes Cry it baby. worse. <laughs> yeah, crying. Yeah. Crybaby filmmaker Kevin Smith tweeted. Uh, I mean, look, we don't have to say it. We're we going to say it. We do. We do have <laughs> I mean, to absolutely. Have we don't to have say to, it. but of course we're going to. But yeah, this po- it, it is. It is probably the most uttered. Like phrase word I like to think that Every time we say it We're like activating A special agent somewhere <laughs> Like there's a sleeper There's a sleeper taint lover So around episode 100-ish of Hey Fam Like 110 We we just did every episode Was about this tweet For 20 episodes Culminating in a live episode In which we broke down The history And the uh, effects Of this yeah. tweet so, Some call it the um, Calzone days Of Hey Fam That's I call right. it the Um the, the the sports bar days when we we didn't stick to a schedule and it was it was, it was chaotic, and uh, I think those are the, that those are the episodes that that 
told that that shaped what Hey Fam is now. That's that's when we dropped the you know, much like Iron Man and Tony Stark nightclub owner, we wear we wore masks, and that's when we that's when we took the mask off and said, now we're just nightclub owner. You know, that's we're right. not we're not we're not hiding under this suit of armor anymore. I'm not doing Stark Industries anymore. I'm just doing the <laughs> nightclub. I'm doing what my dad wanted me to And uh, do not do that Iron Man GTA gameplay videos <laughs> Like and subscribe So on the 10th of July 2009 Kevin Smith tweeted mm. Are you ready Angus? <laughs> can you, can you do it verbatim? Yeah 10, Ten years in, in and we bone And we bone like we're cheating on, cheating each, on other each other With each, each other, other. Capitalized with Oh yep A decade a plus decade plus and her, and her clit, clit slash, slash brown slash taint area, area still, still pones my dick. My dick. Uh, <sighs> I'm like, and I, I, I've got to say that that is the it's the wrong pone. Like it's one or the other. You do the zero W N S or you do a P W N S because it's you re, the origins were I think it's a StarCraft two typo when someone right. owned someone, but he's done a P then an O and a, capital he's O. Like, yeah, like he hasn't. That, that that's. I think that's my biggest problem besides you, the tweet. You're calling out Kevin Smith for not being a StarCraft player. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've just jumped into the tweet there. Astoundingly low amount of retweets and likes for the greatest piece of literature of our our generation. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it, it it's it's always up there with what Kevin Smith's like repertoire involves now, and is often on like worst slash best tweets of all time lists it's insane that it flew so under the radar yeah i mean jk rowling can tweet any piece of turfy nonsense and will get way more retweets and faves than that daniel radcliffe will like school her but like we're not even getting ben affleck in the replies here you know it's like <laughs> that's so true we see so all many cameos <laughs> in all these movies but where are the cameos in the replies to this it was 2009 um, and it's kind of predates weird, tw- like what Twitter is now, where it's either weird Twitter or just like bin dumpster fire of like takes. In uh, in 2016, Peter Ramsey, the director of Into the Spider Verse, replied, "That's dot 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 lovely." <laughs> that's so that that's such a like basic bitch comment to write. <laughs> Maybe 2016. Was he listening to Hey Fam? Oh no, we just we got into it later. Yeah, man, we we were fake fans. We got into uh, it on the cusp of it being retro. Maybe it was the 10th anniversary. No, we didn't do that. No, it was before that. We were like nine, eight, it was like eight, the eight or nine anniversary. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's a beautiful tweet, and uh, we thought we would celebrate it today by um, suffering uh, for for our <laughs> listeners. We watched Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Is that what it's, it's called? Something we've been, yeah, it's been something we've been thinking about for a while. Something that a lot of listeners have been sending our way, uh, saying, you know, sending trailers or saying, when are you guys going to watch this? And the tweet happened and we, it kind of made perfect sense. Yeah, we thought we, we've got to put some effort into the podcast for once. Plus, I was and, curious. Uh, <laughs> and force ourselves to do something curious. that causes us pain. I was definitely curious. But I mean, look. I became less curious with every minute of this movie I watched. So. Oh, my curiosity was, yeah, like gone by the opening credit. I was like, oh, okay, now I remember why I put this off for so long. But, you know, you know, say what you will, but Kevin Smith is kind of like a patron saint of this podcast. Like, I think there's some 
there's some energy there that you know we tap into that's kev like we do there are, maybe maybe the, maybe this is it maybe the crux of what we're going to be saying here is maybe we don't like kevin smith that much because there's a lot of you and i staring back at us <laughs> when we're watching kevin smith pieces of content yeah i think we're going to break down like why we don't like certain what? elements of his of his movies yeah. and why we do like and yeah i think you're right a lot of it's it it's complicated are, yeah it is it's very complicated, very complicated right? relationship with this guy i love it's the like tweet i think the past. tweet the tweet is perfect but his movies the tweet, the tweet is the original so. shit post the tweet um, is yeah so i i, I think um we we're, we're going to review jay and silent bob reboot and then we're going to go through his entire back catalog of movies and ask ourselves the very important mm. question are these movies as each is, is any one of these movies better than the tweet? What will be remembered more, the tweet or the the film? When we, you know, when we're on our deathbed and our grandchildren podcasting will ask us, the, you know, we're setting this up now. They'll say, "Did Clerks mean more to you than Kevin Smith's Taint tweet?" And we're just <laughs> gonna have to, you know. So yeah, you can look forward to that later in the episode. But we've got some incredible news to get through first. <laughs> this is such a news show. I love it now. Um. Uh, We're so he, prepared this time. Yeah, I, I really, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to give something back to our listeners. And, and yeah, we got to be pre- real for a minute. It's, it's a tough year. This show relies on things happening in the world, and <laughs> there's only so many weeks we can say this thing isn't happening anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or so many weeks it's, we can be like, oh wow, The Last of Us Two was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think between us, there's ten hours <laughs> <laughs> across different podcasts. Um, so um, first which, up on the on the one. news, first news item this weekend, Angus Truscott watched seven movies in oh, one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Was it Saturday? You just watched seven movies in one day. It was like twenty four hour period. But these weren't like movies; they were like docos. Yeah. No. Like, that, the, well, okay, okay. First of all, let's 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 pick apart what you just said. Then that a movie <laughs> is not a documentary. No, a do- I said a documentary is not a movie. It's its own thing. That's what I'm saying. This sounds like a line from uh, Chainsaw and Bob Reboot, where it's not a remake. <laughs> yeah, God. Uh, yeah. This isn't really worth talking about. You can just go to my letterbox. I watch a bunch of movies. What's your letterbox, Angus? Put it out there. Uh, it's the same. Yeah, I'll pop it in the comments, uh, in the info. It's just my chimichangus. It's the huge. But yeah, well, um, there was what a was super, some of the docos? You know, like incel docos? Well, it was part of this sick... Um, there's this like Sydney, Melbourne film kind of gang i guess i'm gonna call them a gang but uh they do screenings i think you know they'll do them in cinemas when cinemas were a thing mm-hmm. uh, but much like kevin smith cinemas on <laughs> these guys aren't doing cinemas anymore but i think that's more of a covid related uh issue not a issue of quality oh, did you they're hear the amazing news vision. though because cinemas no. are running in australia at the moment oh no i did yeah and uh, I the, a- the number one movie of the last weekend in australia is sonic the hedgehog <laughs> Which came out in February 2020. And it's, it's just, so just so It's on home entertainment for the last four months. And I people think. are out there seeing it in cinemas. Not even in 40X. <laughs> um, it beat <laughs> Copperfield. Insane. Copperfield's been out two weeks now. And it, it, in, in its second week, Sonic fucked it. <laughs> Sonic is like... Yeah, Sonic, Sonic is like the movie of the, this year. I've accepted that back in February, halfway through the episode we did when we realized we loved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now it's just so good that like this movie is, this year is literally going to be defined. You bought like, it by on, Sonic the Hedgehog. On iTunes, right? Bruh, I read the manga, Day Wanna. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I own it. There's interviews with 
<laughs> with he Sonic, Sonic. the special features. <laughs> man, isn't that something? A, a nightclub joint owned by Iron Man and Sonic? Yeah, definitely. No, no, it's a joint owned by um, Iron Man and Copperfield. And then Sonic shows up and kicks so- Copperfield out. Sonic's the train. He's just steamrolling through those bitches. <laughs> I think about fast. the movie, like, once a week, I'll catch myself getting feelings thinking about <laughs> Sonic the movie. Jim Carrey, like, when you start just saying words about the movie, like, James Marsden, like, San Francisco, you just go, what the fuck? Wow, that, 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 that was a movie. <laughs> they really made that movie. It was in development for, like, 30 years. <laughs> and then 2019, they're like, yeah, we're doing Sonic. <laughs> it's like... We're doing Sonic and and he's going to team up with a cop whose dream is to go to San Francisco. Just such a pre-COVID Black Lives Matter um, piece of art. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. In the opening scene of the next one, it's going to be like James Marsden handing in his badge. (laughs) Well, I'm not a cop anymore. (laughs) Sonic protesting George Floyd (laughs) at the front. I would love that. Like some Zack Snyder, like grainy... Like, really, like, you know, serious footage where, like, a Bob Dylan song plays and it's Sonic and Tails at the at the Black Lives Matter movement in America just wearing, like, like bandanas. No, not, not, not even in America, in Green Hill Zone. In, in, um, no, in Green Hill, that fake Anytown USA they have in the movie. That's right, yeah, yeah. But no, you, you want it there. You want it, like, next to, like, people with... You know, cops getting pepper sprayed and people looting. You want Sonic and Tails with bandanas covering their mouths for COVID, just like leading the charge. I love that actually. That'd be sick if the second movie is like a Black Lives Matter movie because or just like a James Marsden wife's black. It's like you know, I think it opens. Man, man, fuck, fuck this Kevin Smith episode. Let's pitch Sonic to Black yeah, Lives Matter. She's like, you got to choose the badge or me. And Shadow is like, all lives matter. Shadow like, well, the Hedgehog. Shadow, comes Shadow the Hedgehog's classic catchphrase, all lives matter. All lives matter. <laughs> While he holds a gun. The yeah, Chaos he- Emerald and a gun in one hand. <laughs> He's, Shadow the Hedgehog plays those two, um, uh, those mansion owners that, that were in the news like a week ago, yeah. wielding guns He's next out to the front them. of the property. We can just reshop. Yeah. Yeah, he's next and we can just... He's CG, so you can pop him in with them with the footage. That's great. Next to the dude in the pink polo. He's just there, <laughs> screaming, all lives matter. <laughs> he's on the shadow ministry for um, Trump administration. He's like... He's been rumoured to be pulling the strings in the White House for so long. <laughs> As up to Sonic. Um, Sonic successfully defunds the police, so that's why James Marsden has no <laughs> job. And then then the, the presidential debate is um, Dr. Robotnik and Kanye. Yeah. And Bernie, yeah, and for some reason, Bernie Sanders voices. He, no, he voices uh, Big the Cat. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie the Cat. I, I, once again, I am asking you for fish. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck, man, this is actually sick. How good would it be if they're just like, man, well, you know, Sonic is the highest grossing movie of 2020. We have to go ahead with a sequel and it has to define the moment again. We need to capture the yeah. zeitgeist. And we it's have like, to honor 2020 <laughs> for allowing us to be the biggest movie of 2020. Maybe Robotnik invents COVID. That sounds very Robotnik. Wow. Classic. That's what that's what he's doing in that ex- dimension that he's stuck in now. Yeah, he got those mushrooms. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he drops COVID, spreads it throughout the world with like one of his mutated animals uh, in the... In the Guy Sebastian um, restaurant. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then it's all part of his and Shadow's plan <laughs> to get an All Lives Matter movement. <laughs> oh, no, so Robotnik's All Lives Matter too. Damn. Of course he is. Yeah. Him and Shadow are in league together. And Sonic wins by calling Dr. Robotnik Karen and then kicking him in the nuts. Yeah. Owned. Pwned. <laughs> Pwned. With a zero. Oh, that sounds great. Fuck. Yeah, that's awesome. I would love it if it's seriously just called Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Black Lives Matter. <laughs> That'd be such a fucking big move. That'd be huge. They're just like, damn, we're the zeitgeist. And they're like, uh, there was COVID. Like, your movie wasn't... Re-. And they're like, hey, it's the number one movie of 2020. Like, you can't argue that. And they're like, all right, technically it says in their contract, if it's the highest grossing movie of the year, you're allowed to do what you want. Can you Sequel. believe, like, like, do you reckon that... Like, because Tenet ain't coming out this year. It's just like... Don't tell Chris Nolan. Oh, you can't. He doesn't have headphones or listens to yeah, podcasts. Or people. <laughs> we got a phonogram. We're going to put this episode on a... No, we'll put this episode on a... Um, Reel-to-reel the, tape uh, deck. On the PA system of a plane he's about to blow up. <laughs> just play it quickly. Yeah, Tenet's not coming out. I mean, I'm glad... I want the world to be better to see like big movies again. I'm glad we've taken the rest of the year off from movies. Like new big tempole things. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I think people are tripping if they think that, you know, there's going to be a, a time where we're like, now's the time for movies in like the next oh, six yeah. months. Like we're, we're so far next from year. that. Next year. Oh, speaking of movies, yeah. So this thing was an online film festival. Mm-hmm. And it was like supposed to be held in Melbourne, but these guys had like like a stream set up. They legally got the movies to watch and it, and it was live. So you had to kind of tune in when it was on and they had a chat room next to it and it was like super sick and then like after the screenings they would have like some after some of the films they'd have like the director on zoom and they'd chat and it'd be like a live q a with the director and shit that's cool do you or, know how, how many people were yeah. watching with you um i don't know i think they kept those stats release the stats but I, yeah it was great man we should if, if covid's still around we should do like some fucked hey fam film festival i was thinking that'd be awesome but they, they yeah. should all be movies that like of of that we make so the Sonic well, yeah, sequel. because we, we don't have the rights to things. So I was like, "What are we gonna do? <laughs> we could do something." Yeah, we could. Yeah, sweeter um, Sonic sequel, Black Lives Matter. That's what. That's that's the only way to go. What was the best movie that and you watched out of the seven? There was a really great. Um, have you? It was called. Um, well, have you heard of the guy John Boyce? He 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 works at SB Nation and makes like little docos. Okay. His documentaries use found footage and graphs, basically. So imagine, like, it sounds boring, but he'll have, like, a graph and, like, it's animated and he'll just, like, pan across it and it's always about, like, sports stuff. Right. But he and one of the Chapo Trap House guys actually wrote it, Felix Biederman, and it's, like, the history of MMA. And I was like, uh, I don't know how much I'll be into this. Um, but, you know, I like the Chapo guys, you know, they're hyper-intelligent nerds so it was like okay this would be interesting and it kind of breaks down like the <laughs> jujitsu being like a samurai class form of fighting invented hundreds of years ago in japan to like the ufc now and how it's like this degenerate trump fueled redneck sport and it used to be like the underdog like 20 years ago it's right. really fascinating is yeah. that which what, what, what's that movie called um fighting in the age of loneliness, loneliness. it's um, all on youtube for free uh, Angus's review of this movie on Letterboxd is this guy's graphs, they're insane. <laughs> you know what? That's 
in reference to <laughs> this guy's taint. <laughs> oh, excellent. It's insane, this guy's graphs. Very good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was it, sick. That was. I haven't. One. I've not heard of a single movie you watched um, in these. In these. I, I, I knew a few going in. Tourists. Tourism was really good. Tourism was really good. Life imitation. That feel when no GF. I knew about that one. That was one that was at South by Southwest this year. Is that about incels? Just. Yeah, it follows like four incels. That's crazy. You end um, up like do you end up like loving them? No, just like. One was the guy who started that tweet where he's like, two tickets to Joker, please, been holding the gun. And it's like how he got arrested. And he's like, oh, it's just shit posting. Like, kind of goes into like, you know, these guys were on 4chan 10 years ago and they've left their whatever. Some of them, yeah, they're like weird guys. You're not like, you don't walk away going, oh, I feel for them. But it's just like unadulted, unadulterated, like insight to these fucking weird dudes that we've seen on Twitter. Right. The director was there afterwards and did an interview and was like inspired by um, the decline of Western civilization. Cool. And was just like, I just didn't want to be in it. I wanted these subjects to speak for themselves. Because it was interesting during the chat, a lot of people were like, oh, I don't like this. They're not speaking to like psychiatrists or saying that these people are bad. Mainstream audiences wouldn't get this. And then there were like people being like, well, you know, some movies don't have to be made for mainstream audiences. Like we all know what this culture is and yeah it was just like the best thing about it was like more so than the films was just like you can't talk during movies famously i hate it i mean you've tried and i (laughs) i i i i I, I can't handle it but it was just nice to be able to see what people were thinking live reacting i don't know what i've just described is such a basic thing like live chatting while someone was on but it was just like the director was in there i don't know man it was a nice vibe it was like oh sick this is like one of the coolest things i've done during covid that's awesome. Yeah, cool. Yeah, tourism was really good. It was about these two Japanese girls who won like a holiday to Singapore and it's they kind of shot it without telling anyone. They were pretending to like film on their iPhones just their holiday and stuff and like one of them gets lost and it's just kind of... <clears throat> the director was doing a Q&A afterwards and was like, there's a lot of movies where like someone gets lost on holidays and it's like dark and sinister, but he's like, I've had like really pleasant situations where I walk around for a day and have no phone and like a family will invite me in for dinner and he just kind of wanted to tell that story and right. so it was like this nice story with like a, a kind of like this Japanese hype beast girl lost in Singapore no phone and just what you do for those eight hours trying to find where your hotel is when you have nothing on you how do I find you out more information stressed? about this these whoever organized the uh, the festival oh they're called static vision and this was the hyperlinks festival because it was all movies kind of to do with the internet yeah right cool yeah that's awesome yeah but yeah they're sick uh they're run by two dudes i work with one of them um and he kind of emailed me on friday and was like oh i know you missed the sydney one but we're doing a stream one for because this was supposed to be when melbourne was on yeah cool we find the website is it hyperlinks.online maybe yeah yeah, cool. That yeah, was that, sick. That, that, I think some people in PayFam were in there. Nice. They Shouts were watching as well. Yeah, it was dope. All right. Well, that is the most important news item. <laughs> now let's get to the less important news items. Um, Matt Reeves is going to be working on a uh, a, a spin-off uh, go- like, like Batman TV show, essentially, which is going to be focusing on the Gotham Central Police Department. 
and it's a TV show which timely. is adjacent to the movie. Yeah, very timely. Opening scene: Sonic defunds GC <laughs> DP. Um, Opening scene is Commissioner Gordon turning his badge in and is like, "Well, the Sonic law has been passed <laughs> in the United <laughs> States of America, and police are now defunded. Thanks, Sonic." And he's and he's just smashing a chili dog like, "No problem, Sarge." Yeah, no problem. Let's go. What do we do now? I don't know. I guess we better go protest. Um, so, I mean, we've already got this TV show, Gotham, which we didn't watch any of. It looks like a fucking clown shoe, that show. Like, I get it. And I, again, I know it's popular, but every time I see like a photo from it or like their version of Bane or like the two Jokers <laughs> they had, it's just it just looks stupid. I'll yeah. say it. I don't care. It looks stupid. <laughs> Jim Gordon doesn't even have a moustache in it. Yeah, so and also like Batman's not in it. It's all set like pre-Batman, but all of the villains exist. But it does the classic shit that Smallville does, where like the last scene. It was one of those shows where like people watched it because they knew in eight years' time the last scene would be a shitty version of the on-screen like cinematic Batman, like being in. You know what I mean? You know how like Smallville ended with him being Superman for a scene. Yeah. So again, um, haven't seen it. But I know that this is what happens. Exactly. You know, in, in your heart of hearts. Um, H- oh, have you seen that picture of the Joker from it? The one with like the three strands of hair? Yeah, it's shocking. Disgusting. It's just horrible. Um, so HBO Max last week announced that, yeah, that there's going to be a new series um, set in the GCPD and spinning off of uh, the Batman movie. Um, and it includes uh, Reeves is working on it. Terrence Winter from Boardwalk Empire is working on it. Um, that's all we know so far, really. Look, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I mean, it, it does follow the line of DC announcing shit before it gets made. But Yeah, I have no hope that this will happen right now. I could yeah, be wrong. It- I'd like to be proven wrong because I, I love... Um, cops. Uh, Matt, I love cops, first of all, <laughs> until Sonic teaches me otherwise in the opening act of Sonic 2 Black Lives Matter. And that's when I go, huh, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to question the system, but... I do love um, uh, Jeffrey Wright. Shit, who's Jeffrey Wright? And if there if there is like a universe where a, 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 a Jim Gordon TV show exists with him in the lead, I'm like, cool. That's 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 sick. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, I'm no, inter- I got scared. I'm I stalled because I almost said Jeffrey Rush, and I had to like <laughs> check myself. <laughs> Sonic was knocking on the door. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I got the wrong Jeffrey. Both their names are Jeff. <laughs> Sonic um, was pointing at his watch, looking at me through the window. And I was like, shit. <laughs> and Shadow the Hedgehog was aiming. Sonic was the original Time's Up icon. <laughs> he was like, he is a cancel king. I'm scared of Sonic, man. Um, so another TV show that was announced um, is uh, a spin-off of Clone Wars that Dave Filoni is working on, and it's called Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Can you tell That's me right. what the Bad Batch is, Angus? Cool. So in the last season of uh, Clone Wars that just was shown on Disney Plus, uh, there was like a four-episode arc about the Bad Batch, and something we learned in Clone Wars, like this is this is good because you don't know this shit. Um, is like we uh, unless these a- guys were also in. The comics, but maybe not. Are they exclusive to... No, um, no, they're not. Yes, These guys, uh, you know, the clones are genetically... Clone- they are clones uh, by their very name, but, uh, you know, 
some things don't turn out right all the t- same time. So there's there are a batch of like defect in um inverted commas defective clones, but one's like bigger, one has like you know great sight, one's like they, they they're just kind of like it's like a a dirty dozen vibe, and they kind right. of get called in for like hardcore <laughs> missions. And at the end of the the arc, they uh, rescue a clone that we thought had been dead for a few years. Someone like one of the semi main character clones, and they take him in because he's been kind of fucked up by the um, Confederacy. Right. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Like all Dave Filoni things, like they 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 were kind of one dimensional in their in their like guest appearance. Where one was like big and angry, kind of like think of them like the Kongs in Donkey Kong sixty four. There was like a tough one, a little one. You know, they're all different. But when they work Actually, together, the <laughs> animation for Clone Wars looks like Donkey Kong sixty four to me. So that works pretty. The well. original ones, yeah. I mean, the new <laughs> season looked fucking lit. The new season was like gorgeous. It was like but tropical season freeze. one, two of the Clone Wars looks like. Donkey Kong 64, DK rap. And there is a rap at the 100%. beginning of Clone, in Clone Wars episode. Of one. every Clone Wars. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. They recap the first two movies, uh, episode one and two in Anakin and Obi-Wan rap it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, that's announced. It's, I'm always excited now when Dave Filoni's attached to anything, especially Star Wars, and it will no doubt be Star Wars probably until the rest of his life. Uh, happy about that. Happy about the error it's exploring. Was he involved with Resistance? Uh, he's just EP. It's made by other people. So what's yeah, he, what's it? What's his involvement with his new one? His director and creator, or like, yeah, he'll be writing and stuff. Like he's going to be more hands on, like he was with Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, cool. Okay, but yeah, you know, it's that era after Episode Three where we really don't know anything that happened. Um, rumors are that it'll sort of tap into the notion of like, what's the point of clones after the Clone Wars? Like, the, you know, they've executed the Jedi. What's going on now? Wait, don't, don't we even need it? Don't we know like if anything too much about what's happened between episode three and four? Isn't that the era? We know that Luke so Skywalker's many born, right? No, it's where nothing's set. The only th- canon thing to be set from there has been um, Fallen Order. Oh, it's between between episode four and five that there's so much media. Yeah, four yeah. and five is the thing where they're like, it's a three year period, but they've managed to squeeze like six years of content into. Yep. So this is sick. All we know is kind of like Vader. Oh, we, and Rebels was set during it, but that's like two. That's the year before A New Hope, right? So yeah, there's like 19 years. Ahsoka and Rex are rumored to be in it. It's like it's it's some sweet spot shit, you know. There's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic, and we don't really talk about comics that often on this show. Manga, yes, but less so. Comics, comics. and indie games. You've got you've got other avenues for that. That's We're right, straight that's up very true. Sonic. <laughs> but this we're like is... the premier Sonic podcast this year in Australia, <laughs> at least. Um, but there's a new teenage, teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic called The Last Ronin, and the concept is really sick. And I just wanted to talk about it because I think it's awesome. It's like well, look, we are a... a Ninja Turtles podcast. We've spoken about turtles this year. We did a bit of a deep dive, and we're like, I think we committed to watching the turtles, which I know we haven't. And I think I committed to reading the IDW run, which I ha- no, I haven't. I have, I own most of that run. I just haven't, I've only read like the first twenty issues, and it's really good. But the the creator of Ninja Turtles, um, Eastman, is uh, is working on a five issue miniseries called The Last. Well, Ronin. it's both of them, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Land and Eastman. You're right. It's both of them, which they haven't done for a very long time. They haven't worked together on a Ninja Turtles storyline, as far as I'm aware. And uh, this is about 
so three of the four titular Ninja Turtles have um, have died, and just one of them is left, and he uses all of their weapons to like avenge their deaths in Overcross Five issues. We don't know who. I definitely played that game as a kid with my action figures where I put all of the weapons into one of the turtles well, and I killed and, and, just, and, and it implied that they were dead or I mean maybe it wasn't that dark I just wanted to <laughs> I, you know, I look level if you, up I, I wouldn't believe it if it was something that I said but you saying it like I mean I, I'd believe it of course training, training so that begs the question who do you think it is or who do you want it to be and then who do you think it is if it is two different things um, I think that Michelangelo makes the most sense to me because he's like the light light-hearted one who kind of very rarely has to like prove himself. I want it to be Mikey because he's always like the little young one, but yeah. I have a feeling it'll be Raph because I know they people love to write about Raph the Dark Turtle. Yeah, sure. Like, but I would rather it be Mikey. Imagine if Ninja Turtles was called Raph the Dark Turtle. Called Raph the Dark Turtle. That's just like that's just what the franchise is called. Sounds like a, new, a Sonic character for our Sonic <laughs> 2 movie. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I, 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 it, won't be, it won't be Donatello, I think. He's like such a... No offense to Donatello fans, but he's not that interesting. I think it's in likelihood for me, he'd be second most likely. I reckon it's... it's uh, I reckon it's Mikey, Donatello, Raph, Leo. Because Leo's... Mike, Mine's in terms of... Is that wanting it or what you think it's going to be? What I think it's going to be. I reckon Mikey, it'll, it makes the most sense to me for it to be like Mikey. Mine will be Raph, Mikey, Leo, Donatello. Um, it, it comes with out- Leo, you can have the like, oh, am I, I was the leader and I've got nowhere to lead now, which is, I don't know. That that's an interesting subplot. You've got Raph who... <laughs> why, why was he angry in the, in the movies and comics? Like... What was his deal? Well, I love I loved him in the cartoon series, like growing up, because he was he was cool but rude. But he wasn't really like angsty at all. And then yeah, he's but so the an- was, he, he's so he's, annoying. He's, he has the worst voice in the um in that first yeah, he's movie. Like, I could get it back. He's like, come on, <laughs> and you know I could do a splinter. He's got like this real real Shitty like, New York. He sounds yeah. like a, a um someone from Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He sounds like yeah. He sounds like um he just like. But in the cartoon, he basically didn't have a different personality to Michelangelo. <laughs> like Michelangelo and he were very similar. In fact, yeah. all of them were. Um, in, in the cartoon, then, you reckon? Yeah, they all just wanted to party. But Donatello, he, he Leo was like the dog. robots. He he was a bit of a Nazi. Leo, he was like, <laughs> oh, we got to follow the rules. You know how Nazis make make. <laughs> they make, loved rules. They loved rules. But. He didn't That's question the main rules. Defining feature. He didn't question rules like a Nazi sympathizer. Um, and there's that new one which we spoke about, where like Raph is the leader, the one with like, yeah, Ben Ben Schwartz. That I don't like that. Um, I know that's like. I, I know no one wants to hear a 30-something-year-old comment on the newest iteration of a kid's <laughs> cartoon. Going, I don't like Raph being the leader, but like, I don't. What are um, your thoughts so, on Raph being the leader in that? <laughs> I uh, need to know. I'm fine. I'm fine with a, a show I don't watch doing whatever And we're not even does. like huge fans, but like is Leo always the leader? Or is that maybe maybe I base my canon too much on the 89 series? Ninja Turtles is just a concept that I, I just love the idea of. I love their designs. I love everything about it and, and it isn't it's, it's something that I that I have not really watched much of or read much of. 
I just like the idea of it. I love what they look like and I love how insane and 90s the concept yeah. is. Um, so I read the original Eastman Laird comics of like a kid, which was kind of dumb because that was so dark. That yep. was while the cartoon was on because I were at my local library as trade paperbacks. <laughs> And I remember going like, oh, they've all got red masks on. This is weird. And I loved the films, like the live action ones and the first animated series. I didn't watch the other ones because I was like, this isn't Ninja Turtle. I I felt really weird watching when they kind of did that like darker second reiteration. Yep. And then there was that live action series. Do you remember with like the the suits from the movies and they had like a girl turtle? (laughs) They were like, oh, there was another one. And there was like a sister. There's so many different series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I like the animated... It was dumb, but I like the animated movie that came out in like... 2007 or 6 or something. Yes, around that era. Um, yeah, I haven't seen that one. It was fun. What's his name is in it? Captain America played does a voice. Oh, of course. Chris, Chris Evans. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but this The Last Ronin, it comes out in August. It looks good. I'm definitely cool. going to yeah. check that out. I'm gonna, um, I might start reading the IDW ones. Yeah, me too, for sure. Um, and then, uh, What's last the best way to read that comic, man? Uh, digitally, digitally on Comixology. They often they're often on sale. They're probably pretty cheap if you just buy it now. But they go on sale maybe like four times throughout the year, and they, and they'll be like a dollar an issue. Yeah, type. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at Bluenile dot com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, And then uh, the big news that... that uh has made me go, mm. uh, what, it, bigger than me watching seven movies. Why don't we yeah, leave but, with this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the, the final, I, I, I guess it's final. It might be more, but the, uh, the surprise, uh, Lego Mario. Oh yeah. Set, which is, um, if, I mean, you, I'm sure everyone listening has seen it, but it's like a, you build a TV and then you build a NES console you build a mario cartridge and you build a controller you build two controllers yeah it's like a functional nes like the flap works where you slide the games in yeah and and you you turn a dial and it moves like a like a like a how would you call like a diorama kind of it it, and and the mario figure like full-on like 
jumps up and down. And then if you have the Mario starter set with the Mario um, Lego toy that makes noises and sounds, he you sit him atop the television and wind it, and he does all the sound effects for for the. It's just so dumb and so cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so uh, I, I'm 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 selling a bunch of other Lego sets. Um, so I can buy this new one. My my new rule is where's the logic? Two two sets out, one set in. That's oh, fair. okay. Like sure. big ones, big sets. Yeah. There's just like I have a lot of franchises that I do not give that much of a shit about that I have like extremely expensive Lego sets for. Like I have like two very big Lego Ninjago sets because they look cool, but at no point will anyone in my life be like, hey, Dad. Let's build a seven hundred dollar Lego Ninjago set. <laughs> Ain't nobody clicking on that shit. Uh, but a three hundred and fifty dollar Lego uh, Nintendo system is uh, extremely appealing, and that'll look good on the shelf. Yeah, sure. You're not going to get it. I mean, I don't play my NES Mini. I, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm not using that. Well, no, this is like a, a display piece. You can't really play it. I don't know. I I feel the same way about it. I felt by those like Lego paintings they revealed recently, where they're just no, that, like, that sucks. Now that's, Lego, that's not a set. Yeah, they're stupid. I don't know. I think now Lego's starting to get into some like very now that their fan base is predominantly like thirty plus year old men. It's starting to become stuff like this. It's just not for kids anymore. I feel like on a on a um. Sorry to get all philosophical on you. I've just been thinking of Sonic the Hedgehog twenty twenty, uh, <laughs> the film. I think it's taking Lego to dangerous places um, where they'll soon have like, I don't know, like Iron Man mask, like $400 set Lego. And I'm just like, I don't know, man, make it for the kids. You know, yeah. I think well, like... They, they still do, but the kids... I know they do, worse, but that's for it's, sure. it's getting to some like dangerous territory now where they're like, here's a console that means nothing to our, like the people we make Lego for. Like they have no idea what it is. It's made for people our age. I was thinking about it last night and initially I was like, oh, that's cool. But then immediately I was like, oh, this is just like, it's made for us. And I don't like that. Lego shouldn't be made for us. But this I is like... If you start making Lego for us, then Lego ceases to exist. But I mean, as if like a $500 Millennium Falcon is for kids. Star Wars, you know, the Millennium Falcon was in a PG Star Wars movie last year. Like that makes more sense than a 30 plus five year old console, which like... Kids that play Candy Crush wouldn't know what it is. Yeah, but if if they're if they're they're finally releasing a big Mario like line of Lego shit this year, like they don't why know not... what the NES is though. The NES means nothing to them. But they know it's like da, releasing da, da, a record da, da, player. Da, da, well, yeah, that's da, da, that's da, synonymous with like every Mario game. Yeah, I think you're you're getting too deep on shit that doesn't matter. <laughs> no, man, I've, I've, I'm, I'm. You should being start a podcast. Logical. I'm stopping you. I, I can see what's happening. I, the cogs are turning in your head, and you're like, "Shit, he's right." But no, I man. want this. The cogs aren't turning in my head. You watched they're, they're do turning, the Super Nintendo. They're turning the Nintendo my leg. 64. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll the NES all Mini all over again. Just remember what happened with the NES Mini. Like, don't worry about it, dog. It's a great paperweight. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm just worried. All right. Okay, you're you're open to worrying. Um, there, there's uh, two very exciting video games hitting this week. Ghost of Tushy, Tushy Ghost it comes oh, out. Yeah, Friday. Ghost of Stanley Tushy's out, <laughs> and uh, and then Paper Mario, and then next week um, 
the Devolver game Carrion is coming out too, which is like the first, in, well, second indie game I've been really excited about this year. Um, Crosscode oh. is the other game that I'm super excited about. And I've been playing... Oh, yeah, you're jamming on that. I'm like eight, eight hours into it. Dude, it's such a massive game. You would love it. It's like a yeah, full-on... I've like, watched heaps on it. I'm keen. It's a full-on JRPG, you know, made by an indie studio, but who made aren't Japanese. A... But it's not, you know, it's not, it's like, you know, a, a love letter to that like style of game. Like Ghost of Tsushima is not made by Japanese Yeah, people. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's way more offensive than this. Um, have is you it... seen, like, like, the Ghost of Tsushima is, like, they put so much effort into, like, oh, there's a Kurosawa mode, which is, like, it's black oh, and the, white. The doesn't sync up, right? But, yeah, the the uh, the uh if you want to li- watch, play this game with Japanese um, voice tracks, they don't, they don't sync up to the... I mean, to to the animation so like the voices actually yeah, that but that's that kind sucks. of that's like most anime anyway so i was gonna say it's like most anime but also like that would have taken that would have to make two versions of the game yeah and that's just like not happening but is that is that just the way that like everyone around the world is with triple a games they don't get synced vo- um uh voice voices to like assassin's creed no or- I mean, when I played Final Fantasy VII Remake, I played with the English voices and, like, the mouths are just flapping. Like, it doesn't sync up perfectly. Okay, sure. But that's, like, fine. That wasn't a point, I guess, in the Final Fantasy VII Remake reviews. (laughs) You know? like Yeah. Yeah. Um, But also, like, I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, Sucker Puncher, Washington developer, like, in a perfect world, every game is going to have every sub and dub track done a particular way. I don't know. They had to get this game out now. You know, you can only yeah, have no, so much that. time working yeah, yeah. on a game. I, I thought about funny. it. I read it. Again, I haven't engaged with it, so I can't really say. But I was like, yeah, but also, like, it's made by English people, basically for an English audience. I can't really blame them. Yeah. Does that suck? Yeah. Totally. yeah. Like, sure, then, sure, it sucks. It probably won't be a hit in Japan. Like, it probably Totally will. not be a much bigger game so apparently Famitsu gave it like 40 but I guess their lowest score is 38 they've ever given a game (laughs) (laughs) like do not buy this game it's terrible 38 yeah 38 out of 40 I always love like the day before a game comes out and they're like oh Famitsu's chimed in oh it's got 40 and it's like they've literally given every they gave Zelda fucking spirit tracks 40 they gave gave Star Fox Zero 40 they gave like Breath of the Wild and um the Phantom Hourglass the same score. Yeah. Like, d- don't they're like worse than IGN at their like two scores they give games. Yeah. Yeah. Um but we're gonna be away for the weekend. So how are we gonna game that shit? Are we gonna play a bit of Paper Mario or are you gonna take your PS4 down and and just ignore I mean, all of us? No, because my parents don't have a 4K TV, so I might have to take the 4K TV and the PS4 down. That sounds very logical and sane. No, I've, I'll take the Switch and Paper Mario. I've already yeah. got it preloaded. Nice. I'm yeah. waiting for that midnight drop. That I'm curious. It's been a while. I mean, you've said, uh, you know, the last one wasn't received well, the sticker shit. Yeah, that sucked. The one on 3DS was awful. And then the one on Wii U was a little bit better received, but still was like a pretty yeah. boring game. The battle... It seems like they just... In a classic Nintendo frustration, they always want to tweak the formula when sometimes... Where other companies are chastised for not tweaking the formula enough. It's like, you know, it's Catch-22. When Nintendo do tweak it, it doesn't always land. Yeah, totally. So you've, you're left with either like, oh, this is great. I'm so glad they did that. It's so different. Or you're left with like... Fuck, just make, like, Mario RPG with HD graphics. Like, please. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
It's kind of frustrating. But I don't know. The battle in this looks kind of... In- I've seen there's a bit of a furor online about it. Look, we didn't think that... Um- uh, Mario plus Rabbids would be any good And that was the best I was exactly so, about to say the same thing like, We saw gameplay footage of Mario and Rabbids And we were like, huh, whatever Played that shit till my thumbs bled Yeah, like that, that's probably my favourite tactics game ever Yeah um, uh, It's also the only one I've played No, <laughs> I've no played a, I love uh, I've played fi- a few, Fire Emblem Three Houses <laughs> Nothing got its hooks into me like that one did I just loved how like frantic and how you could just like like string one thing after the other and i hope that there's there's look i elements. couldn't date any children in um mario and rabbits so oh, i yeah, have to take a yeah. second seat to that. uh that's fair three houses <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like to be honest like i uh i think i might want to finish cross code before i go into ghost or um or sure. uh or paper mario but we'll see the, uh, I think that the, so. Yeah, the, Levens and I are going away together this weekend. That's what we meant by that. We don't have the same parents. <laughs> we're not like <laughs> visiting. Um, we're staying at my parents who live yeah, so outside of Sydney. You and Chloe and me, B, Archie and Tilly, are, are driving south, and we're going to spend the weekend at your parents' house. Um, yep. Which actually sounds pretty funny. <laughs> That's it. Let's not let's not say too much more. You know, in case uh, what, what about just what, showing up. What about your address? <laughs> I'll give my maiden name and postcode. <laughs> Have you not? Have you still not had much to drink? Oh no, you started drinking again in the last few weeks, yeah. I've drunk like three or four times since March. Because we're gonna we're gonna be like you know smashing a couple of those beers. One of them was at my parents' house two weeks ago for my dad's birthday. Oh, nice. I, th- I think I've had like yeah, I've drunk four nights. Which game do you think uh, Rob Truscott would like more? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Paper Mario, or Crosscode? Does what are his thoughts? I've been to Ghost of Tsushima side quest. Since, you know, I think I think you like Ghost of Tsushima. He he really got in touch with like his spiritual side when we were in Japan a couple of years ago. He was getting up early at like four AM and like walking to shrines and stuff, oh, which that, is essentially so awesome. I think what you you do in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I think he would be real ghost of Tsushima. Plus he really loved the last samurai when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> the Tom Cruise love in the Trusket yeah. veins. So I, I see that happening. Yeah. But I, I hope you uh, make make some uh, time for CrossCode this year, man. I think I you will. Would, you I will. Really love it. it. Just uh, it's on my, it, it's on my list, but I just want to. It's it's AAA season over here, baby. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it always is, man. <laughs> There's like it's such a you, bonkers you, story. You play like a girl who loses her memory, <clears throat> and so to get it back, they put you in an MMO, which happens in the real world. <clears throat> oh wow! So. And and it's, so it's like this weird fantasy game. Sounds like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, there's this weird sci-fi element to it. I'm looking forward to like some kind of weird twist. But there's like Zelda-style dungeons and like crazy fetch mm. quests and just like just so many different enemies and like just like uh, you know the kind of game where it's just super fun to just to grind. Yeah, what was the last game they made again? Crossgate. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about these developers. Oh really? They, they have Maybe a I stupid name. I know that much. Um, radical <laughs> the bacon fish. starts sizzling. Yeah, yeah. You can... Radical fish games. I must be in a US diner because I can smell bacon, uh, and it's epic. <laughs> fish bacon. Um, oh, you said there was a Devolver thing that you were like, you will hate it. <laughs> yeah, no, but we all know you hate the Devolver um, conferences. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I understand why. For good, for good reason. <laughs> Comedians and actors are good at that stuff. But like not people who like, no, nah, you don't give it a chance. You, there is there is something. Just because you have a mohawk doesn't mean like you're you're funny. I knew, yeah, I said <laughs> if that guy didn't have a mohawk, you'd probably like it. <laughs> but it's like get if you're gonna be like rip on Tim and Eric shit, like you have to be an actor or a dad who doesn't know better. It's not strictly Tim and Eric either. It's like just like weird. It's violent, not, but I mean silliness. 
Yeah. All right, I'll watch it and do a word for word. Don't, I know, I'd rather you didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you show someone a movie you love and they're just sitting there and you're like staring at them. You're like, no, you're like, I don't even, I don't even love these things. I just like, I think it's cool they exist. And I don't want you to <laughs> Look, work, I'm glad it exists. I just think they're fucking idiots. <laughs> um, there's some good games coming from them, though, pretty soon, which is cool. This is good, hey, fam. There's lots of takes tonight on, like, things that we shouldn't care about. <laughs> I don't like Raphael being the leader of Ninja Turtles. In one like specific Devolver. cartoon series, yeah. <laughs> that I'll never watch. I don't like Devolver Directs. Um, <laughs> what else is there? What was another one? Oh, yeah. Uh, in a perfect world... No, no, Final Fantasy Le- VII Remake didn't sync up, so... Yeah, <laughs> stop, uh, le- stop Lego should only be for children. Pardon? Lego should only be for children. Is that another one? Lego should be for... Ch- I mean, look, I think I'm going to have a lot of people agreeing with me on that one. Well, you have... Uh, like, kids a, don't you, know... You buy... You kids buy don't know what... Like, you have, like, a, a ton of Lego at your house. Yeah, I just think once you start getting to, like, $400, here's a console you haven't played for 30 year sets. We really got to start going, is this what Lego was for... Seriously, I mean, get a pod racing set, get a Ninjago set. That makes sense. Kids love that shit. <laughs> what if they made a PS5? No, it's stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. It's got to stop. It's dumb. Like, oh, don't. What about... It's something you build and you'll, you'll just hope people come over so you can show them and then that they're impressed. So you, you're like, phew, I'm glad I bought that. Like, I just don't see it being a thing that I want up. Right. First of all, I don't want it in my house. And then I feel like once it's there, like, what am I going to do? Like, can you come in and spin it while I pretend to play? Like, <laughs> it seems so fucking dumb. Uh, family come in and it's just like, no, I can play it on my Switch. And even then we choose not to play it because it's like a boring game now. <laughs> it's like, I don't need a really expensive version of a thing, which we all, it's iconic. It's great. Original Mario Brothers is one of the best written te- texts ever. It's beautiful. It's a it's it's a symphonic it's second only to Kevin Smith's tweet. Seriously, it's gorgeous. But it's just like I don't need to play the fucking steampunk spin around Lego version and while my son thinks I'm a loser that doesn't exist. <laughs> I can just see the reason why I don't want it in case I have children, they're gonna fucking roast me for getting it. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna make them listen to every episode of Hey Fam. Oh really? Just so they know the context. Oh, just so they're like, don't become like me. <laughs> it's like <laughs> sleeper training. Well, uh, parenting plays a big factor, a surprisingly big factor in, in the movie good. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Um, and like some parents, you'll sometimes be thinking, should have this one been aborted? <laughs> yeah. We're going to do a very, very deep dive. Is uh, Kevin Smith pro-choice? And if he isn't, why the hell isn't he maybe on his own films? <laughs> is it no, okay to abort Jay and Silent Bob movies? <laughs> he is, he is pro-choice. At least he's uh, in Dogma he is. Because Jay and Silent Bob do meet the lead at a, uh abortion clinic where she works. That's and right. Jay, who I guess is the voice of Kevin Smith, says a woman's body is her own choice. I do remember that. I remember that shaping my own choice, uh, pro-life, pro-choice views when I was 14. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. Why the fuck would, would you tell a woman what to do with a body? You t- tell him, Jay. And then 10 years later, the same man said he wanted to... He told me about another part of the woman's body via Twitter. 
Um, so yeah, Jay I kind and of Silent learned about Bob sex reboot. through Kevin Smith. Yeah, well, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think that was that was the appeal as a teenager was that he he talked very candidly about sex, about drugs, something which he obviously wasn't having any of, and he, we know he was like straight edge <laughs> until yeah, yeah. Zach and Mary made a porno, and this is what I think. I think like there is a distinct point in his career where when he started having sex and doing drugs, the charm left, and that is my my thesis for the next uh, episode. Yeah, so I mean. Do we want to give our kind of thoughts on... I mean, how do you... You can't really divorce this movie from everything We've else Kevin mi- Smith has ever done. We've got three minutes left. We can't really get into it. <laughs> um, no, let, 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 let's go a little bit long on this uh, on this. Okay, well, here's, here, here's, here's the vibe I have of this movie. Kevin Smith used to be a guy whose like, films were lauded and applauded for like talking about popular culture in a way that... like other films or other bits of media hadn't really done before it got really aped. Mm-hmm. Now he's, he's like products talk about his products and it's just not clever. You know what I mean? Like it used to be characters would talk unrealistically using like Star Wars analogies or Jaws analogies, but now they use like Jane Silent Bob analogies to describe, to, to further the plot. And it's just such a small insular audience who will understand that. Like I didn't even get... References in this movie is someone who's seen all of his films. Yeah, just because so they were like jokes made for like an audience of like it's one the of most his seven meta. podcasts. Definitely the most. Yeah, but meta it's just like his movies. He's already made this movie as well twenty years ago, and he's not clever enough to to. to he's not clever enough to pull off what he attempts, which is like a, a cynical thing about reboots. He tries so hard in this, but he just doesn't do it. Like it could have been clever. I think he should have literally done a script to like remake. And just have different characters playing Jane, Silent Bob, then strike back, <laughs> and that's that's how you do it, like in a weird, effective way. But instead, it's like not clever enough. Not, I don't know. It yeah. should exist because these movies, what product. like Clerks and and uh, and Mallrats, Chasing Amy, they're all such products of their time. And I think the times change. <clears throat> the times changed, but his products didn't. Or like you know the kind of. Well, actually, no, one thing definitely changed, and that's that he stopped making pure comedies, and he started inserting so much drama about, like, like, things that I guess he was dealing with, like, you know, Clerks 2 is so about getting old and outgrowing your friends and taking on responsibilities, And, and then this, and I was not expecting this to be a part of it. This Jane Silent Bob reboot, like the first half hour is just like, you know, returning to the well. Here's all these characters that you probably didn't love that much, but here they are again. And then it suddenly becomes like a movie about being a father and parenting. You know what it is? I can pinpoint when he made this movie and we've seen the footage when he fucking cries at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This is all I thought when making this movie. I'm like, oh, this is a really bad version of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which obviously had an effect on him. It's yeah. the same movie. <laughs> so, yeah, they the, even the, have one of... Fucking Method Man and Red Man literally say one of the lines. <laughs> really? Well, where they're like... <laughs> one of the Yondu... Oh, you, you, no, yeah, they do Yondu. They're like, oh, you can be a father, but you've got to be a dad. Like, they oh, literally course, say that. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, this is... He, he cried and filmed himself crying so much that he ripped off Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and made this movie. It's, once, you, once you hear that, you can't unsee it. So we're going to unpack uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot in PayFam this week. Um, it's a, 
Like, did you absolutely just detest all of it, Angus, or did you? Were there parts no, that you like, liked? It's complicated, and I'll leave this as my tease, I guess, before we go into it. I think seeing this movie was like going home, like much like I am this weekend, and catching up with those dudes who never left town, and you're just like, we were friends twenty years ago, but and it's not like coming from a place of class or socioeconomic like uh, superiority complexes, but it's just like I've moved on uh-huh. and I thought maybe you would have too, but you didn't. But I didn't mind just seeing people as a weird, polite, surface-level hello, even though I got nothing out of it. it yeah, was when very, this movie, you know what I mean? When this movie is quick and, 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 and moves from scene to scene quickly and doesn't, you know, doesn't really like try too long to land jokes that are terrible it's it is quite mm. f- a fun even if i didn't f- laugh much i was like oh this is fine but yeah it, over- it overstays its welcome so I-, I know it's like an hour and 45 minutes long you told me it took, it took you three, us so three much hours to watch it three hours to watch yeah. um, it's just it, it just it just seems like he's at that stage now like what you know what people call zombie simpsons since like season nine onwards like it's the references aren't there. Like the things that made it Kevin Smith aren't there anymore. I find. Well, it's a new era of Kevin Smith, I guess. I, I haven't I haven't watched I don't know, all like, of his movies since you know. They, yeah, I think it's. I hated because, Clerks like, you, too. I think I hate. I think I would even put Clerks two below this. I think I liked Jane Silent Bob I haven't Reboot seen it more than Clerks two. I haven't seen it since it came out. Clerks two, and I saw it when Kevin Smith was there. I wanted to so, leave the cinema watching Clerks 2 in 2006. I hated wow. that movie. There's a movie, yeah, right. there's a moment in Jay and Silent Bob reboot that made me remember how much I hated Clerks 2. And that is, uh, uh, so there's, there's, a, there's a, a soundtrack cue in Clerks 2 where um, is it Dante needs to go do some thinking. And the whole thing is all about how, like, you know, things aren't like they used to be. I wish it was still the 90s, which is kind of like what all of Kevin Smith movies have kind of ended up being. Um, and uh, because, you know, his movies were popular in the 90s and just wants to revisit that well constantly and things are different now. Um, but while Dante's having this, like, you know, serious thought about, you know, is he ready to be a, a dad? Is that what happens? He, because, he I, I don't know. I can't remember what happens. But then 1979 by Smashing Pumpkins starts playing. Like, there's, there's oh, no... Oh, on the nose. There's no recognisable music in... In, in that movie besides 1979 by Smashing Pumpkins. No, there's um, ABC or I Want You Back by Jackson. Oh, Hive. shit. You're so, that's so true. Um, and I think it opens with like... I think Clerks 2 actually has a bizarrely... Clerks 1 has like songs no one knows, but it also plays like Talking Heads. The opening song I remember is Talking Heads. In Clerks 2? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. There's maybe, like, maybe there's more in that soundtrack than I remember. But I just remember that, that moment, which is being so on the nose, like this weird, like, there you sob go, ABC story. I missed the by 90s. Jackson 5. But then Jane Silent Bob reboot. <laughs> so in this, in this Jane Silent Bob, look, spoilers for Jane Silent Bob. I'm going to do it here. And then I'm going to do it even more in PayFam. But it's revealed that uh, Jay has a daughter. And the daughter is played by Harley Quinn Smith, who is Kevin Smith's daughter. And we're going to get into that too. Like, trust me on that. Do you think she's being held against her will? Like people say Britney Spears is? No, she seems genuinely happy in this movie. I have to say, like, as, as, as much as I didn't enjoy, like, her performance or, like, like, the fact that she was in this role, like, she seems to be having a good time doing it. 
Um, kind of the opposite of um, yoga hoses where Kevin was having a really good time <laughs> filming her. Um, but in uh, there's this big serious moment in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. And the score to this movie for the most part is like just like really gross, like wacky cartoon antics movie music. Just generic like, terrible. Bum, 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 bum. Like it's just like it's insane. Really bizarre. But then um fucking daughter by Pearl Jam plays. (laughs) But yeah, it's he's such on the nose with the most on the nose musical cue. And I was like, oh god, I hated Clerks too. And I hate this moment as well. Um so we're gonna get into Jay and Silent Bob reboot. We're gonna go through Kevin Smith's filmography and ask ourselves is this movie better than the tweet or do we like the tweet more? Basically, the yeah. aim of the next episode is to figure out uh, if, if he's made a movie better than the tweet. Once, yeah. Or should we? Should I, his Wikipedia be wiped and it just says Kevin Smith is a Twitter user who in yeah. t- 2009 said the following. We've got to um, do it. So if you want to hear us talk about more about Jalen Sansar Bob Reboot and the films of Kevin Smith, head on over to patreon.com slash payfam. Uh, $5 a month gets you an extra episode every single month. And uh, this month it's all about Jane Silent Bob Reboot and Kevin Smith. Look, just one. T- just when we thought we were out, he pulls us back in. And look, this could be an annual thing. We, re- we revisit one of his movies or we watch his current one. And then, yeah. uh, you know, we, we, we go through the filmography again. We read Let's that tweet out. Um, so, yeah, head over to patreon.com slash payfam, not payfam. It's called payfam, but the uh, URL is patreon.com slash payfam. Uh, it gets you access to hundreds of bonus episodes that we've done in the past. They're all In there. fact, a Kevin Smith episode uh, where we watched Yoga Hoses. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Much like uh, Kevin Smith, it's the low point of our career. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I mean, look, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, definitely better than Yoga Hoses. So, uh, have, I will say uh, Kevin Smith hasn't done a Canberra episode yet with none of the characters. Maybe that's what he needs. Oh, you know what? I think Cop Out was his Canberra episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I did it so early on in the Hey Fam canon that, like, it's almost... Like, yeah, you got it out of the way. You were yeah. inspired by Cop Out. Um, um, and you also get access yeah. to our Discord com- community, which is a great place to be these days. Yeah. Um, while you're here as well, um, uh, this is a, a hard thing to say, um, but one of our listeners, Brad, um, from America in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, he is a triathlete and, um, earlier this month he was in a bike accident and he is in a coma. Um, and he's, he's a, he's a listener of HeyFam. He's a member of PayFam. He's in our discord. Uh, and he, he loves the podcast and, um, his, uh, aunt has organized a GoFundMe uh, to help his wife, I guess, care for him and, and, and you know, pay for medical bills. It's going to be a long uh, road to recovery for Brad. Um, and we, we obviously hope that he recovers ASAP. Uh, but I'm going to link the GoFundMe uh, link in the episode description of this episode. And uh, if you are feeling generous, I know it's been a hard year for everyone, but if you have some bucks to spare and you want to support the fam, uh, head to this GoFundMe link, uh, read about Brad's uh, story and uh, support him and his wife if you can. Uh, thanks so much. Hey! Bam, 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 bam. hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.